0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.
1: Uh, we'll get into the Mets, of course. We'll do a frenzy, Jets-Giants, more Mets. Listen to complete coverage of the 2022 Major League Baseball playoffs right here on 9870 ESPN. Brought to you by Nissan. You deserve a car that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps On your goosebumps, experience the thrill for yourself, shop your local Nissan store and NissanUSA.com and do that today. So the Mets, Uh, I started the show like a house on fire and I don't feel much differently at the moment. What they did, what they've done, I guess I should say, what they've done over the last week, I mean, you woke up last Friday morning. Right, last Friday morning, I probably thought to yourself, this is this is sensational. I mean, I have a one-game lead in this division. I win one, and I just need to beat Washington, which is, I mean, easy. I win two, and the division's over. And now I'm setting up a, a series at, where I have home field advantage against St. Louis or Philadelphia. You have to feel like a million bucks. So last Friday night, well, they lose. Degrom three solo homers. Mets lose, and you know Atlanta's bullpen does what they do. And you say, "Well, I got Scherzer, I got Bassett, and and Scherzer does not pitch well. Mets lose again, and then on Sunday they have a three one lead. And you say, you know what? All year long they found a way. They're very resilient, and they're going to do it again. And they fall apart again." Bassett can't throw a strike, Mets lose, and they get swept by Atlanta. So now you're done, as far as the division is concerned. And now you're, uh, to me, and and I said this at the time, and I got a lot of grief, and I stand by it. To me, and this is not an easy admission to make, I thought the season ended there. I I thought the season ended there. If you're, you don't really rebound from having a collapse like that late stages of the season. And if you do, you're incredibly resilient. But last night, seven o'clock, you come around, you're like, all right, you know what? It's the playoffs, and anything can happen. And before your butt hits the seat at City Field, you're done. Josh Bell, two run homer, Grisham solo homer, Profar three run homer, Machado solo homer, and you're done. So your your pitcher that you look at and you say to yourself, Boy, what a what a horse, what an ace. He was awful. And I don't know whether he was awful because he's I mean, it, the, I, it's, it, other than he was awful, I don't know what else to say, or he's injured. Neither are, are, are okay. Because if he's injured, what the, the hell is he pitching for? And if he's just awful, well, that's, that's a real problem. And now I get the grom. And I'm sorry. And you call and you can say you're negative and you don't get it. You're not a real fan. You say whatever you want. I don't know how in the world you could be a Mets fan today and have any glimmer of positivity surrounding things. And you say, you're going to be wrong. Good. Let let me eat crow. Let me be wrong. Let me wake up on Monday morning and say, God, I can't believe I didn't think they were going to win this series. Because I don't believe they're going to win this series. And if I'm wrong, great. Phenomenal. But I just don't see it. And I didn't see it after they lost that series to Atlanta. Forget about losing the series. After they got swept in that series by Atlanta. And sadly, I just don't see it now because they don't hit. You know, you had you had a chance to get back into that game twice last night. You're down 2-0. You have first and third and one out. And Alonzo goes down meekly, and then Vogelback hits it. I mean, wind is blowing out, I guess somewhat well, and it's caught. And then you have man on third, one out, and all he needs is a fly ball, and you can't get it. So now it's three nothing, and then it's six nothing, and it was an an absolute disaster. Goldie Jersey. Goldie, you're next up on ninety-eight seventy ESPN.
2: Hey Dave, how you doing, my man? Eh. Um, just want to let you know I'm a former stumper of yours. Uh, but I know we're not doing that now. But just like George Michael said, brother, you gotta have faith. Sports is based upon amazing, epic moments. All that happened last night, make like Kurt Warner an interception. It's in your rear view. The Mets win tonight. The city goes on fire. And the Mets make this thing happen in epic, epic. I hope so, win. Goldie.
1: I, I, re- I really do. I hope so. Why are you I'm doubting ju- I, what, what do, you want me- do you want me to lie to you? Like, I just don't feel like that's going to happen. But last week you did capture that feeling. Throw it all out tonight is the night. Uh, how the Goldie? I, I, I mean, it. they got swept last week. They got destroyed last night, and you just because of no other reason than you're a fan or like, well, they're gonna win tonight and they're gonna win tomorrow. No, I'm a Yankee fan, but something special about this team is they there got
2: some chemistry? You haven't seen is it. There, is there really? They so, so, I mean, I thought tonight. maybe there
1: was. It what over the last month has shown you there's really something special about this team? It just shows. I, not much, but I have faith in New York
2: sports. And like I said, I'm a Yankee fan. And I'm actually calling for a specific reason. I want your take because you're the moral fabric of sports. I'm a Yankee fan, but I feel like the Mets have got something cooking, so I'm going today, which I want to hear your thoughts on. Just because
1: it's a New York, I don't have a problem with that.
2: Period. I don't have don't any problem, problem with, okay. with
1: you. I don't have. Why would I have a problem with you going to the game today? No, I think you should. It's a, it's a New York moment. Like, oh, how can you be a
2: fan and how can no, you go to the no, stadium no. and
1: this and that? No, no, no. Okay. It's a it's a New York moment. You're a New York sports fan. I think it's great that you're yeah. going. Tonight is going to pop. The New York City scene is going to be crazy. The Mets, I'm telling you, they're winning by four
2: runs tonight. And uh, The old listen, Goldie. I,
1: I God, I hope so. Thanks for the call, dear God, I hope so. Now, Joe Leo. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe we do another Mets segment and then we do the frenzy at 11:30. What do you think about that? He's screening Harvey. What do you think about that? Sure, why not? I mean, there's a bunch of people that just want to let it out. They want they want to vent. Although I do have a problem with with a, with a, a Yankee fan going to a Mets game. Why? Come on, man. What, we what do you mean? C- come on, he shouldn't go. I mean, why not? You bought the ticket, why not? But don't say it's a New York moment. It is a New York moment. I mean, sure. But it could be. Tonight could be the last time Jacob DeGrom pitches in a Mets uniform. That just sounds like those New York callers that that support all New York teams. No, No, but he didn't say that. Thank God he didn't. But. If the Yankees were playing tonight and he said he was choosing to go to the Mets game over the Yankees, I'd have a problem with that. But he's saying he's going to the game. He's a Yankees fan who wants to witness the Mets game tonight. I don't think that's bad. I don't think that's fraudulent. There's nothing wrong with that. So you're, I stand by Goldie. You're a Mets fan by by evidence of this morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and beyond you, that, two tickets to the Yankees game tonight. You going or no? What to the Yankees game is not happening tonight? Well, if it was, play. Along. Are the Mets pl- are the Mets also playing? No. Sure, I'd go. <laughs> okay. What? Wh- why would I? How, how is that laughter? Why would I not go? I just don't believe you. I don't think you would go. Of, why would I not? If the, if the Yankees are playing in a playoff game, why would I not go if the Mets are not playing? Giants are playing the Rams half an hour before the Yankee game. That's, going that's to different. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, that's completely different. Not missing the Giants for anything, but I would go to a Yankees game if it was a standalone game. That's a bad take by you, Harvey. A no, very bad take, Joe Leo. You're more my guy. Well, hello. Are you with me?
0: Yes, I am, Dave. What's
1: up? You hear his terrible take on this, by the way. I,
0: I did.
2: I, you know. And
1: you agree with me? Terrible take from Harvey, right?
2: Yes, I'm in lockstep with you.
1: Um, here's what I had said. I think it might have been too much for Harvey. But so let me ask you, I'm thinking we push back the frenzy to eleven thirty, come back and take more of the Mets calls, and then we do a frenzy. That sounds good. Okay, that's what we'll do. So Mets calls one eight hundred nine one nine three seven. 7, 6. Don't disappoint me now, Mets fans. Line up the phone lines, and then at 11.30, we'll do a frenzy. Rothenberg with you right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.
1: So, again, tomorrow, I will be there by 9.30. I mean, before 9.30, the Giants kick off at 9.30. I will absolutely be there. Um, fanatically rooting for the Giants, and you can be there and watch the game as well. Lot G in the ultimate Jets tailgate experience. All right, Mets fans are all lined up. Let's uh, let's hear what you have to say. Sal and Queens. Good morning. You're on ninety eight seven. Sal. Good
2: morning, Dave. Uh, original Velma and Louise tailgate member here, and former Dave Rothenberg cornhole partner. Actually, if you remember oh, that. Oh, S- Sal, uh, my guy. How are you? <laughs> How you doing? We may have gotten smoked by Rick and my buddy Tyler, but uh, it was a great time in Tornhole. <laughs> uh, so basically it's been a while since I've called in. been pretty complicated stuff. But what I wanted to say was, obviously, I've been watching all year long. And this team, I, I was telling uh, the screener, I feel like we, we peaked at the wrong time. I feel like we peaked at a big series against the Dodgers when we really needed to. We had a huge series, took two out of three. Timmy Trumpets was going. Brandon Nimmo made the catch of the year. Everybody was fired up. Right. And then we went six and eight against under 500 teams. And I feel like the like Grand pitched great, everybody was pitching great, and then all of a sudden, we feel like we just won the World Series, and everybody put their foot off the gas, and everybody got into a slump. And then losing Marte, in my opinion, for that, what a that's month That's the crushing month?
1: blow. I think I think you're exactly right there. Because he got hurt on September 6th. And if you look at what they were from that moment on. Listen, the Mets did not play well down the stretch. And the pitching was not what it needed to be. But there's no way you can convince me that if Marte <laughs> never got hurt, they wouldn't have won this division. They would have.
2: No, absolutely. And I feel like we needed him down in Atlanta. Because, I'm sorry, Pete Alonso was not a two-hole hitter. I'm sorry, he's just not. He does not. He should not be batting second in the lineup. And McNeil should have been higher up, at least to try to take the place of Marte. But I loved what we were doing. We kept the lineup. Buck kept it the same almost every day. He had, what was it, Nimmo, L- 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 uh, Marte, Lindor, Alonzo. That was the top four every single day. And it was working. And then once Marte got back, uh, once Marte got hurt, we had no clue how to fill that void, and it became very clear.
1: You're 100% right. I think it's a good call, and I've missed you, and and I I hope you continue to call. 1-800-919-3776. Go to Danny, Long Island. Danny, good morning. You're next up, buddy.
0: Good morning, guys. Uh, Yesterday was very disappointed. Obviously, we're all feeling bad about our little Metsies. But in times of trouble and I need inspiration, I go to a famous United States senator who once said, when the going gets rough, tough, the tough get going. It wasn't over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. It's not over now. You got Win a damn game, Mets. If you go into the game tonight and you sit on your feet, on your hands like it's awake, well, that's what it'll feel like. And that's what it'll feel like to the players. So show up, cheer, give them everything you got. If we lose, we're watching the Giant game the next day. The world will go on. But don't go to the game tonight with negative waves and sit there because it, it affects the players. Well, the players hang,
1: on, hang, on, you, hang on a second, Danny. I, I don't it think it you're entirely kidding. wrong. I don't think you're entirely wrong. But to to say, you know... Don't be nervous. Like, yeah, you're, you're right. I didn't root, say nervous. I said sit on your hands. for your team. Be loud. But internally, I think it's normal to have a, a bit of negativity coursing through your veins today.
0: Well, negativity because you're facing elimination, which in 162-game baseball season doesn't come along quite that often. Well, you know why, have...
1: Danny? Honestly, and I said this throughout the show, negativity because a week ago you felt like a million bucks, and a week later you feel like crap. That's why you're but negative. You know,
0: but you know what? We're not as – it's it's disappointing. But when I look at the Braves lineup, I'm envious. When I look at some of those guys on San Diego last night, they don't have rough. They don't have Nido. They don't have a lot of good these teams are better than us. I know the Mets won this more games, but when when the difference between winning hundred and eighty eight is twelve games, which is like one game every other week. So these are solid teams. Snell's coming in tonight. He's a good pitcher. These these are quality teams. The Yankees make the playoffs every single year they won one world series in 20 years it's not easy to do the Dodgers I'm not saying win a
1: world series Danny and thanks to the call I, I I never started out by saying it's a world series or it's a failure but to be on the brink of elimination on day two of the playoffs when you would have bet your mortgage this team was going to win the division is bad it's bad and I don't know, you know, I don't know that San Diego is a better team. I mean, they might win the series. They might win it two. They might win it in convincing fashion. I think the caller before was right. I think maybe the, the Mets peaked too early this season is what happened. Fran in Massapequa. Fran, good morning. You're next up on 98.7. My man, Dave, how we doing, buddy? I'm depressed, Fran. I'm, I'm, I'm right upset. there
0: with you, I'm man. Depressed. I'm depressed. I got you by a few years. I'm 58, okay. And this is this is a trend that's gone on since since I remember, you know, in my first baseball game with the Mets. It just you know it just started. It's it it just keeps going on and on. I can I can name a million things. The 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 Marte injury was absolutely devastating. Absolutely devastating. Losing games to those teams that that we should have beaten was devastating. But the Marte injury, we just couldn't get over. But what I'm really furious about, because you know, you got as a Mets fan, it's just brutal. It's brutal to be a Mets fan. But why on God's green earth? Everybody says we have the best pitcher in the world, David. Why on earth? Is he not pitching the first game, and we're looking to win the game and make sure that Bassett pitches the second so DeGrom can pitch in L.A.? I That's, don't have a – Fran, Fran, I got to be
1: honest with you. I, I do not have a huge stand issue with that you when needed I heard it, Fran, I knew would it. Fran, you needed Scherzer, whether it was game one or two, and thanks the goal or no. three, to pitch well. Everyone's going to have this Monday morning quarterback of how dare – you pitched Max Scherzer in game one. You didn't. You didn't say. Well, let's let's throw out David Peterson, let's throw out Carlos Carrasco. You pitched Max Scherzer, who you would figure is going to be as good as anybody in a big spot. So this this take. I mean, I I mean, I'm shocked that Scherzer was that bad. Shocked. It was one of the worst outings you've seen in the postseason. And now you're gonna. How could you pick pitch Scherzer? You're still gonna get Degrom. It's not. It's not like this eliminates Degrom from pitching. Your back's to the wall, and you've got the Grom. I don't think that's the worst thing in the world by any stretch. All right, we're going to take a respite, and then we'll get back to the Mets to close out the show, I promise you. We've got to do a frenzy. The Jets and Giants play tomorrow, and I don't even feel like we've covered it. 1-800-919-3776. Anywhere you want to go, the Jets, the Giants, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Raiders, the Chiefs, you name it, you pick it. Rapid fire. On Twitter as well, at Rothenberg ESPN. Frenzy next, 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. Oh, look, say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question.
1: And the football frenzy on this Saturday is brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. one 800 919 7-6. Here's how it works. Just say you're new to this universe and you're stumbling upon the frenzy. What's the frenzy? You call or you tweet at Rothenberg ESPN, and you can ask any NFL question you'd like. But here's the catch. There's no, oh, I love the show. I, I I just I just stumbled upon it. And it's so entertaining and so good. No. If that happens, you get the buzzer and we hang up.
0: You Walk
1: in. You ask your question. I answer it, and we move on. And that is how the frenzy works. Joey Montclair. Show him how it's done, Joey. Giants need wide receivers. How do you feel about an OBJ reunion? I don't love it. Firstly, this is a guy that just came off winning a Super Bowl. I don't know why, unless he feels like there's something he has to prove here in New York, he would want to return to the Giants. And you know what? I'm sorry. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth what he was when he was here last time. I'll pass. Thank you. I'll pass. Brian Bergen. Brian Frenzy, go.
2: With regards to the contract and draft compensation, could you name a worse trade in NFL history right now than Mr. Limited?
1: I mean, it's awful, right? I mean, you you traded a ton for him. You're paying him a quarter of a billion dollars, and they can't score a touchdown. I mean, Russell Wilson looks awful. I heard uh, um, yesterday where i heard it that that he's completing like two of 18 passes thrown into the end zone this year i mean that fourth down play he had he had someone i think was a judy wide open on the right they put up three field goals against the Colts. he's got really good receivers now i know the offensive line is not great but yeah no it is it is bad call him in the bronx call him you're on the frenzy
2: if Daniel Jones is healthy and not limited, what do the Giants need to do offensively and defensively to compete in this game? And do you think they could win against a, a Green Bay team that struggled to be a third-string quarterback?
1: Uh, I don't. I don't think that the Giants will win this game tomorrow. No, uh, I give them a very slim chance to win. Now that being said, what I mean, you have to run the football effectively. Saquon has to have a big game because if you if you remember last week against uh, Green Bay, New England ran the ball really well. Stevenson had a big game. They shorten the game, uh, and you have to shut down the run. Right, right. I, I would say my two keys are running the ball effectively and shutting down the run, because you don't love what Green Bay has in the receiving core. And if you can shorten the game and you know pick up three, four, five yards a pop, and you know you get the football, you have a seven-minute drive, you put a touchdown on the board, and all of a sudden you shorten the game. Maybe you have a chance, but realistically, no, I I do not expect the Giants uh, to win this game tomorrow. Um, Nick Parisi, if the Giants win in London against the Packers, will you start to think about them as a playoff team? Yeah. How could, how can you not? If the Giants are 4 and 1 and and you beat Tennessee and Tennessee and Green Bay on a neutral field, knowing you have Washington twice, knowing you have the Colts, knowing that that you have some some imminently Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville, some some winnable games, if you're four Four and one how could you not have the idea that the giants have a, a real chance to go to the postseason so we'll see win, win the game tomorrow and then we'll talk about that on monday and gleefully on monday aaron in the car aaron you're on the frenzy aaron you're on the Keep, frenzy i'm having trouble keeping my head above water should i drop him uh who are you having trouble with Russell Wilson. Uh I don't know that. I don't know that I would drop him, but I I would not play him. I I don't know. I'm always nervous to drop guys that have shown that they're really good because then all of a sudden, you know, I'll drop them and they'll turn back into into Russell Wilson, but I he's unplayable now. You really, I mean, you cannot play Russell Wilson at the moment. Jeff Howard Beach, Jeff, you're on the frenzy. Does Teddy Two Gloves, who I am not a fan of,
2: Handle his business and do what he was born into Miami to do, to back up to it for a game or two.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, Tyreek Hill is is going to play, I believe, right? He's got the I think the calf, but he's he's questionable, but went through practice. Uh Jalen Waddell's going to play. They still have a very good offense. Their defense can get to the quarterback. Sounds like Dwayne Brown might play in this game though for the Jets, which would be a big help. Uh, but your your answer to your question is yes. I think that Teddy does enough and I think Miami wins this game. I don't know, like twenty-seven, twenty, something like that. I think Miami will still put up their, their points. Um, Amir and Woodbridge. Amir, you're on the frenzy, my friend.
3: Who's currently leading the MVP race right now in the league?
1: Uh, I think you, you, right now you have a three-person race in the NFL. I think it's Lamar. I think it's Allen. I think it's Mahomes. And I would be, uh, quite frankly, stunned if one of those three guys was not your MVP. All right. 1-800-919-3776. People, you need to line up the lines with frenzy calls. 1-800-919-3776. Now, I am getting a, a lot, a lot of tweets. Uh, if the Jets beat Miami, here's a good question. If the Jets beat Miami, do you look at them as legitimate playoff contenders? Not yet. And I'll tell you why. NFC, ugh, NFC's not, not all that good. And if the Giants are 4-1-1, yeah I think they have a real chance AFC is good AFC has a lot of teams that are like like, I mean Indianapolis just won their second game I don't think they're great but they won their second game and Miami I think is better than the Jets and Buffalo is clearly better than the Jets and you know you have Cincinnati and and Baltimore and the, the Chargers and the Chiefs and you know I don't love the Raiders certainly but I don't think that's a bad football team there's just there's a lot of teams in the AFC I mean, if I was a Jets fan and I went to 3-2, and two, I would be ecstatic. That being said, I don't expect them to win that game. And if they do, I'm, I'm not there yet. So that's a team that's going to go to the postseason. Justin Knight on Twitter. Does Brady finally lose against the Falcons? No. Why would you think? They're 10-point favorites. I mean, if I said to you, who are the two biggest weapons on the Falcons' offense, you would say what? Cordell Patterson and um, Kyle Pitts? Neither of those guys are playing in this game. So uh, I don't know how you could be excited about Atlanta winning that one. Lucky Lou. What position will the Giants draft with their first pick uh, in the April draft? I would expect it to be quarterback would be the direction I think they go in. Unless they, they move in a different direction for quarterback. Otherwise, I'd say quarterback. Batista in the car. Batista, you're on the frenzy. Jets with the spread? No, I don't think so. I, the number's three and a half. I like Miami to cover this one. Nick Stonybrook Nick, you're on the frenzy. Worst signing, Kenny Galladay or Joey Gallo? Kenny Galladay. I mean, Ke- Kenny Galladay is, is brutal. And it's not like the Yankees signed Joey Gallo. They traded for him, and then they unloaded him. The Giants can't even unload. The Giants are like prisoners here. If you unload Kenny Galladay, you now get hit with this wild um, – cap hit. So there's nothing you can even do. Uh let's go to Gordon in his garage. Gordon, you're on the frenzy. Hi Dave, Jacksonville. Survivor? No. No. Minnesota or Buffalo. Tristan Jersey. Tristan, you're on the frenzy. Does Ufanga from the 49ers have a chance
3: of being defensive player of the year? If not him, then who?
1: I I would say that's unlikely. I would say that's unlikely. Um, defensive play. I mean, listen. I think you have to look at Micah Parsons. Typically, they go with sack guys, right? So whoever leads the NFL in sacks might be that guy. Maybe the the Niners, uh, Bosa. Uh, let's go, Johnny, Connecticut. Johnny, you're on the frenzy.
3: Yes, hi. This is John from Stanford.
1: Oh, um, uh, we got it. We, we, we just can't uh, have that. Come on. We, we can't hey, hit the buzzer, Harvey. Hit the buzzer, Harvey. I mean, you guys can't hide. This is John from Stanford. We can't have that. You get right to your question. You know this. Be better. Uh, Tom is on the frenzy. Tom, yeah. go. Yeah. Is there a number of wins that the Giants need to
2: achieve in order for Daniel Jones to be assured of, his, of this being the starting quarterback next no, year? No,
1: no. The Giants could win 10 games, and, and I don't think it assures that he's been brought back. He's not their guy, and I know you're you're 3-1, but have you—I mean, he's been fine. And again, y- you haven't put him on an even playing field because you just don't have the weapons that other teams have. But I mean, does he look like a guy that's going to win a Super Bowl for you? Don in Jersey. Don, close out the frenzy. Go ahead.
2: Okay, what's the problem with the Jets' defense? Is it personnel or uh, I
1: Listen, they still don't really get to the quarterback. I think their secondary is much better. And they make dumb mistakes you know they i'll tell you what they do well though they turn they turn over the opposition right i mean they picked off Brissett, they picked off pickett they picked off trubisky they made the the steelers make a change at quarterback so i i don't think they get to the quarterback a ton i think they're opportunistic and and yeah you have to play smarter football like you you can't pick up personal fouls you can't you know add 15 yards and allow teams to kick long field goals at the end of the half but i I think it's a work in progress and i think they will get better uh, as the season moves along and that my friends is a Saturday frenzy brought to you by Tullamore do Irish whiskey the original triple blended triple distilled and triple cask matured Irish whiskey make sure to grab a Tullamore Dew du during today's action remember when it's game time it's Tully time please enjoy responsibly we started the show with the Mets and we'll end the show with the Mets one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. 3776 very frustrating very concerning, very panic-stricken, and understandably so, Mets fans. We continue with the Mets next on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.
1: So if you have a comment, a concern, a question, get something off your chest, now would be... The time one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Dave in New Jersey. Good morning, Dave. You're next
3: up. Hey, Dave. Um, suffering Met fan, as 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 we all are. Yep. Uh, last time I was really on the bandwagon for them, though, was Glavin was on the mound. After that, my heart just just crushed. I I, I couldn't I couldn't bear to, to watch them, and I also feel like a jinx because every time I watched them, or went to a game they lost and uh it's tough being a being a big fan but yet not wanting to enjoy the ride and that's you know it it, it sucks it, it's a great time it's a tough, it's a tough morning day
1: but i will say i really enjoyed the ride for the first five months of the season like i like i i really really enjoyed every day and watching them play well and You know, beating up on Atlanta that five-game series and having their way against the Dodgers two out of three, and and you know beating those the Yankees in those two games and like I I really feel like I fully enjoyed the season, but boy, has it been ripped away in a in a real way in the last month.
3: And that's why it's tough for me to enjoy because while I'm watching and I'm getting caught up, I know that they're going to pull the carpet from underneath me, and and I'm just going to be devastated again. So I. I kind of like watch them with like like a wall in front of me or my hand out. Like, no, I'm not going to enjoy you guys. I love you, but I can't bear to be, be ripped See, away. at, at my some heart point.
1: Dave, out. at some point, you got to let that go, though. No, like, didn't and and, and look, listen. It, it appears that you're going to be right, which is just amazing. But at, at one point, they're going to flip the script, and they're going to be the team that that
3: does go on a run. Oh, uh, you lift the guy's ears, but. You know, can my heart take that? This is what you know, being a fan like is. At some point in time, I might meet Giselle, and she might fall in love with me. But, <laughs> well, you know. Y- you know what? She's, <laughs> it looks
1: like she's available now. Thanks for the call. Um, this is what being a fan is. Right? I and mean, this is this is why you lose sleep. This is why you have issues with family and friends. And this is what being a fan is. It's not easy. Right? It's It's, it's just not. Right? I mean, you love your team, and your team, you know, if you're a Patriots fan, it's easy. If you're a Lakers fan, for the most part, it's pretty easy. Celtics fan, it's easy. Right? Colorado Avalanche fan, they had a nice, easy run. Back in the early 80s, the fan, that's easy. But typically, it's not easy. Being a fan is typically not easy. Listen, I think as a Yankees fan, you look at it and you say, we've had more success than anybody. But I get Yankees fans all the time that call and complain about how this team is. Won. You heard a guy earlier today. Yankees have won one World Series in 20 years. It's not easy to be a fan. It's not. And a lot of heartache that goes with it. I've seen the Giants win four Super Bowls. Four! And and this is not an exaggeration. Like, Super Bowls to the point where you you, you couldn't believe that they won the games. And when they won, he said, boy, I, if we never win again, this will last forever but it doesn't, and you snap back to reality at some point, and it becomes painful and frustrating and, and all those things. That's just, it's just normal. It's just, it's just what being a fan is. I don't think there's anything wrong with looking at your team and saying, my team is just not playing well. I, I want them to win. I hope they win. I'll watch the game tonight. Do I ultimately have this great faith in the Mets? No, I'm sorry, I don't. Anthony in the uh, mail truck. Anthony, good morning. You're on 97.
2: David, I'm going to try my best, but I don't think it's going to work. I'm going to try and talk you off the ledge. Go ahead. Um, but I don't think it could be done. Um, but so my my big thing is, like I said before, I'm a Yankee fan. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt if you would. But this all started at the trade deadline. And I know you've been saying it for the past two months. And it's just they didn't do anything. They watched every team around them get better.
1: Anthony, you, you know what's great about you? Thanks for the call, and I got to run because Anita's coming up in a minute. You call and say, my goal is to make you feel better and talk you off the ledge. And then you talk about the trade deadline, which is going to – I mean, it's like I'm dangling on the ledge, and you, you kick me in the back of the knee. And now I go flying off the ledge. Trade deadline. Naquin's not on the playoff roster. Ruff doesn't play. I guess he will tonight. Vogelback we'll is eh, and Givens is a mop-up guy. All right, let's see what they got. I'm back Monday morning. Anita's next, right here on ninety-eight seven ESPN.